What is it with Joburg's East Rand and keeping pets as tigers? Because last week uh, there was a discovery of two white Bengal tigers that were removed from a home in Boxburg. These two animals were kept in small cages and then when the NSPCA went to inspect, they found them held in captivity for over two years with no access to grass, trees or any other natural environment in that house on their property in Boxburg. So, what do they need to do? They need to remove it. Easier said than done. And that's when we uh, call in renowned big cat veterinarian, Dr. Peter Caldwell. That's where he comes in. Peter, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, not bringing any trope or stereotype to the East Rand, but just talk to me about the legality quickly of whether or not people can keep tigers as pets in South Africa. Good morning. Talking about this very sensitive topic, uh, as far as the legalities go, um, tigers are what we call exotic animals, and they are um, animals that people don't need permits to keep in South Africa, which I think is something that needs to be brought to people's attention and needs to change for the good of this um, animal species. So as far as legalities go, and there's a lot of other people other than uh, me that could tell you a lot more about it, but if you want to keep a lion, for example, anywhere, you need a nature conservation permit, which is a provincial group that maintains and enforces these laws. But so, that's so, the so you say that it, so say you saying that if I wanted to keep a lion as a pet in South Africa, I would not need any form of permit. But a tiger, a, a, a probably a more dangerous big cat, you wouldn't need any form of permit. To house one in South Africa. Is that what you're saying? Yes, correct. A tiger, you don't need a permit. A lion, you need a permit. Any indigenous species to Southern Africa or South Africa, you need a permit. But a tiger Gosh. is an exotic. No. So, so talk to me what you found there in Boxburg. These two white Bengal tigers uh, in a very small area with no access to grass trees or any form of natural environment. What, what, what was their condition? Yeah, this is not the first time I've done this and moved some tigers from this area. Um, so, so, it, so, it is a, so it is a stereotype then? It's a thing. It's a thing, and I don't understand it. And there's a stereotypic type of people that keep these animals, which is scary to see as well. But what I normally, from a veterinary perspective, see is the same thing. These people have no idea how to feed these animals. They've got no idea about the nutritional requirements. These animals are obese or um, they have nutritional issues like bone, metabolic bone conditions. And, and, and they have no idea about, like, for example, if you keep a domestic cat at home, you can buy a cat food in the shop or at the veterinarian. It's a balanced diet and they get all the nutrients they need. They don't have foods like that for the big cats. They, People think, oh, they meat eaters and they must just eat meat. But they're hunting animals and they would eat like different parts of the carcass, like organs, or they would chew on herbs and grasses and different things to get the nutrients in that they need. But people think they must just give them a steak a day or a chicken a day and they'll be fine. But that is so not the, the truth of maintaining their health and well-being and immunity. I, I remember the story of Panjo. The tiger, also in that vicinity, vicinity, that part of the world, uh, in a in a residential area, he was even photographed sitting on a 
on a on a play park or a little jungle gym in someone's property. Surely, if if I, I, I as a neighbour should be informed or should at least ask my permission if you are wanting to have a live tiger, a big cat in the yard next door. They are definitely, and I don't think, and I don't see why this is not not a bigger issue. But I would want to know if there's a is if there's my neighbor is currently housing two tigers next door. Yes, that's a huge issue, and people people don't take the 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 danger into consideration. And some of these people there in the east, they have these tigers declawed, and then they think they're safe. But if they want to make them safe, then they have to take all their teeth out, take all their that and still they're huge animals. They like like these two tigers. They were three years old. They were two like up to two hundred and fifty kilograms obese. But say they start running and 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 they just or take one swipe at you or a little kid, that uh, it can definitely kill you. And they also don't take the zoonotic diseases into consideration. Like if that tiger passes a stool out in the play park and and, and a little baby or kid. Guess they, they they get tapeworms and they oh, get different goodness. diseases where they have migrational issue migration to the brain and form cysts in the brain. So there's zoonotic diseases it, they can control. That's dangerous. There's so many aspects it, to take it into It sounds like a very East Rand thing, but Dr. Peter Caldwell, <laughs> wildlife vet and principal vet at the Old Chapel Veterinary Clinic. Really appreciate your.